Welcome, everyone, to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having a freaking amazing day, really just enjoying this very moment right here and right now. And in this episode of That Pistol Podcast, we have on Mr. Hal Elrod, who first and foremost is a family man. He is a loyal husband to his wife of 14 years and a dedicated father to their two children. Now, after surviving multiple near-death experiences, including a head-on car crash with a drunk driver and a rare form of cancer that doctors gave him a 30% chance of surviving, Hal has overcome all of his challenges and helped millions of people transform their lives through his books and speeches. He is now on a mission to elevate the consciousness of humanity one morning at a time. As the author of 12 books, most notably The Miracle Morning, which has sold over 2.5 million copies and has been translated into 41 languages, he's doing exactly that. His latest project is his new book, The Miracle Morning Updated and Expanded Edition, in which he has rewritten nearly every page of the original book and added over 40 pages of new content, including The Miracle Evening and The Miracle Life. Today, Hal is going to share how he's overcome extraordinary obstacles and impacted millions of lives so that you can overcome any challenge you face and make the impact in the world that you desire. You are going to love this episode. I'm telling you, Hal is a happy hustler, truly someone that has inspired my life. I have done the Miracle Morning Savers routine, and it is powerful, let me tell you. And in this episode, we talk all about his Miracle Morning, his story. We talk about his entrepreneurial journey. We talk about his app and the the journey of building software as a service and so much more. You're going to get a ton of value from this one. And if you do, please just do me a solid, share this with one person, one person who can benefit from this message. And really that is how we can spread it with more and more people and how we can actually continue to grow and continue to stay in the top 0.5% globally ranked podcast out there. It's because of you. It's because you shave share the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I highly recommend picking up a copy of his book. You can go to themiraclemorning.com to see all his stuff, his books, his, his app and you know, everything in between and get the newest version. This is a really great read. I highly recommend it. Now, after a quick episode sponsor break, we're going to be diving into this episode of the happy as a podcast. All right, real quick, I got to share with you something I am super stoked about, and that is my new team members, because I did not waste time looking for the perfect candidates, interviewing, doing personality test assessments or skill assessments or any of that stuff. Belay actually took care of all that for me because Belay specializes in finding and matching you with the right professionals to serve you based on a relationship and intentional matching process. See, they searched the entire country for a contractor to fit the right 
person for you and your organization. And they have an extensive recruiting process that includes, but isn't limited to, several video interviews, skills assessments, and actually a whole proprietary process centered around finding the right people for you. And recently, they placed a project manager and an amazing bookkeeper inside the Happy Hustle organization. And I have had nothing but great things to say about them ever since. So if you are interested in getting awesome people in your company and you don't have the headache of looking for them or sourcing them or any of that stuff in between, check out belaysolutions.com forward slash happy hustle today. That's belay, B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com forward slash happy hustle. Now let's get back to this episode. All right, Mr. Hal Elrod, welcome to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my brother. I am super excited to rock the mic with you. Gary, I love your energy, brother, and I love your brand. Happy Hustle, dude. It makes me happy, so I'm, I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you here because I didn't tell you this in the pre-chat, but the Happy Hustle was largely inspired by you and the Miracle Morning. And wow. really, I read your book. I took the Savers framework to heart. And I was like, I need to create something like this for myself and for the world that can really make a positive impact like Hal's doing. And, you know, fast forward, you've sold over 2.5 million copies of your book. You're, you know, a best-selling author, a serial entrepreneur, international keynote speaker. But most importantly, in my book, like you're a family man, you're a father, husband, and you're a happy hustler. And I'm really excited to just deep dive into your new and improved the updated miracle morning, which is like, I don't know how you make it better, but I'm sure you did, you know? So I'm excited to talk about that and so much more, but before we get into all that good stuff, how, what what is something interesting about yourself that not too many people know? Uh, I'm pretty OCD. um, (laughs) But I think, but I feel like it's a very positive, like OCD has a negative connotation. Like I think Mm. I crush it with my OCD. So uh, meaning I, I, so first of all, this is one of 23 Heather gray shirts that I have. I used to wear black, but I wanted more color. So I went to Heather gray. Um, yes. but, but like I, I, I wake up at the same times every day. I eat the same things every day at the same time every day I go to bed. Like, so, um, my wife, you know, I, she'd probably have different opinion on how positive it is, but, um, but that's one thing that not everybody knows about me is I'm very on point with, you know, everything I do, uh, being the, you know, at the same times and, and really it's just a matter of like, it just makes life easier. I think like when you're like, okay, what are the, you know, what are the foods that best serve me? If I were to outline my perfect day of eating, what would that look like? What would I eat first thing in the morning? What would I eat for lunch? What would I eat for dinner? Would I have anything in between? Right. Um, and then what's my optimal, you know, sleep time. What's my optimal. It's it's really just, I think it's a obsession with optimization. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's one interesting, uh, behind the scenes fact. That is interesting, man. I, I, I respect the discipline and the routine. You know, I also had like legit OCD growing up too. Like I had to touch mm. things three times. I don't oh, even talk about okay. it, but I had yeah. like the like kind of crazy OCD where I was like, like, I feel like yours is healthier than mine was for <laughs> sure. Cause mine was like, it took me forever to leave anywhere. If I had to like flick the light switch, like in multiples of three, if it didn't feel right. And I don't talk yeah. about it cause I like, I, I beat it with, um, 
thankfully my mom, she had like a holistic remedy that was really just sugar pills. But anytime I felt the yeah. urge to touch something three times, she was like, take one of your little sugar pill or your holistic remedy. So it kind of like subconsciously tricked me, but your, yours oh. is way healthier. And I think routine <laughs> and, you know, as Jocko uh, Wilnick says, like, you know, discipline equals freedom. Right. So I think your discipline has really yeah. served you just in terms of like having that routine, I know you created the Miracle Morning because you needed that routine. And for mm -hmm. those happy hustlers who potentially have been living under a rock and have never heard of the Miracle Morning, give <laughs> us a little bit of genesis between or behind what actually caused you cr to create the Miracle Morning. Yeah, it was actually, it really was the lowest point at that time of, of my life. I've had a couple lower points since then, <laughs> which we might get into. But yeah. um, in 2008, when the U.S. economy crashed, I had just bought my first home a year and a half prior. Uh, I was living with my future wife. Uh, I, like life was great. I had left a Hall of Fame sales career and I started a coaching business and I was coaching salespeople and entrepreneurs and like living the dream, like life was great. And, you know, the economy starts to turn and I had never really experienced, at least not in my adult life, any kind of recession or, you know, really economic crisis. And so people are talking, oh, are you worried about the economy? You watching the news? And it's like, I, and I remember I would say something like, I create my own economy. I, I don't, I'm not going to listen to what anybody else says. Well, it, it turns out, you know, recessions are real. And if all of a sudden the people that pay you money are having their own financial challenges, I lost over half of my coaching clients in about six months. It was kind of a six-month mm. downward spiral into depression, um, financial ruin. My body fat percentage tripled because I canceled the gym membership. I just started eating the cheapest food I could possibly because I couldn't afford anything. Living on credit cards. I went from being a Dave Ramsey student who lived debt-free to having uh, $52,000 on my personal credit card in six months. So almost you know, ten grand a month I'm putting on a credit card just to survive. Mm. And uh, I was really at a low point and a series of events led me to listen to a Jim Rohn audio and Jim Rohn, for those who don't know, he was, you know, Tony Robbins mentor back in the day and rest in peace. He is not with us anymore, yeah. but Jim Rohn's one quote gave birth to the miracle morning and it changed my life. And so if anybody's listening, if you want to write this one down, Jim Rohn said, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development. I'll mm. say it again, your level of success. And again, in any area of life, not just success as you like, as the world defines it, your happiness, your health, your, as a, your success as a parent, as a spouse, like if you're measuring success or you call it fulfillment in any area of life, it will rarely exceed your level of personal development. And when I heard that, I had probably even heard it before, but it, I quantified it and I went, wait a minute, on a scale of one to 10, what level of success do I want in every area of my life? And I, I want 10. Everybody wants, you know, if you want your health to be as good as it could be and your financial freedom and all those things. And then I asked myself, and I'd encourage anybody listening to ask themselves this, what's my level? If I need, if I need to, for level 10 success, Jim is saying, I need my personal development at a level 10. So mm. where is it at? And at that time, it was like a two or a three. Like I didn't have any kind of daily ritual. I was in desperation mode. And so, and I think that's the disconnect for the majority of our society is everybody wants level 10 success, but very few people have a daily ritual that enables them to become the level 10 version of them themselves mm. to create the success that they want. And so I ran home kind of optimistic. I thought, okay, I'm going to go online and figure out what are the world's most successful people do for their personal development. 
I'm going to figure out the best practices and create the ultimate personal development ritual. Start doing that every day. And theoretically, that should bump me up from a two to a three to a four to a five, right? In terms of my knowledge and my confidence and my self-belief and my capabilities and my habits, right? Like that's how I define personal development. It's how are you showing up every day and who are you becoming? That is Mm -hmm. your level of personal development. And I ran home and I Googled and I ended up having a list of six practices. And I almost threw in the towel because I'm like, well, meditation, yes, I should meditate. Affirmations, okay. Visualization, exercise, reading, journaling. I can't do all of these. And there's not necessarily a clear winner as to which one's the best. And the epiphany was when I went, wait, what if I did all of them? I've (laughs) never been a morning person, but what if I woke up tomorrow an hour earlier, as hard as that might sound at the time, and I did the six most timeless, proven personal development practices that the world's most successful people in all walks of life have sworn by for centuries. I thought, theoretically, that should enable me to become the person that I need to be to create and sustain the success that I wanted. I woke up the next morning. I didn't know how to do any of the practices well, for the most part, like meditation. I wasn't good. I didn't know how to meditate. Affirmations felt super goofy the way I found them online. Visualization was you know, awkward for me, all these things. But even at the, at the end of that hour, I thought, wow, I feel incredible. I've been depressed for six months, but I don't feel depressed right now. I feel inspired. I feel encouraged. I feel energized. I feel motivated. Mm. I feel optimistic. And if I start every day like this, it is only a matter of time before I become the person that I need to be to turn my life around. And I'll, I'll close the story with this, Carrie. I was thinking one year, right? Like, you know, if I get a little bit better every day, one year from now, I can completely turn my life around. Mm. In less than two months after my very first morning ritual, and I didn't call it the miracle morning. This wasn't a book idea. It didn't have a name. But after two months of doing these six practices, I had more than doubled my income. And this is in the midst of the 2008 recession where the economy got worse, mm-hmm. but I got better. And I remember, I remember the moment I saw my wife in the hall. I went to find my wife. She came out of the bedroom. I caught her in the hall. I said, sweetheart, I just signed on two more coaching clients today. We have officially doubled, more than doubled our income since I started that morning routine. It feels like a miracle. And she goes, uh... it's your miracle morning. And I go, I like that miracle morning. And I started teaching it to my coaching clients. Like, you got to try this. They all, there was 14 coaching clients. They all resisted. Most of them resisted saying, I'm not a morning person. I know. I go, no, no, no. Neither was I. And I, I gave them, you know, there's tips I teach in the book on how to beat the snooze button, all that, right? Um, hmm. 13 out of 14 clients came to their next call raving about this thing called the miracle morning that I just taught them. And that's when the big light bulb went off. And I went, wait a minute. If the miracle morning changed my life and I wasn't a morning person and it changed 13 out of 14 of my clients' lives and they weren't morning people, I have a responsibility to share this practice with the world. And I started writing the book. It took me three years. I self-published it. Nobody knew who I was, but I just kept sharing the message, kept sharing the message, kept sharing the message. I've done 500 and something interviews in the last 10 years. I've been on dozens of TV shows. I've done everything I could to get the word out, you know, and I don't know if you said that, but you know, it's now millions of people in over a hundred countries have read the miracle morning, uh, roughly over a million of them practice it daily. And you know, the, the transformations people experience are everything from overcoming mental health issues to losing weight, to saving their marriage, to making money. It really is whatever you apply your miracle morning to. Like for me in 2008, it was, I need to double my, I need to increase my income. 
that's what happened faster than I ever thought possible. And now I see other people focus it on whatever they want to achieve in their life and, and it works. Oh, I love it, man. So inspiring. Like it is so cool to hear how it came from really just solving your problem first. And that's, yeah. I think, where most great ideas come from. It's like you have to think about what problem you have. And I think our, our mutual friend, Rory Vaden, talks about like your best position to solve who you once were five years ago, oftentimes, mm -hmm. right? And it's yeah, like, absolutely. that is what you did. You You were like, I need to figure this out. I need to condense all the greatest personal development and self-improvement practices into a routine. And you did it. And then you shared it. And one thing that I really just want to highlight for all the happy hustlers out there, you actually stuck with it, right? You didn't pivot. You didn't get the shiny object syndrome like mm. we all do in some way, shape, or form. But you, yeah. here you are, you know, still talking about the Miracle Morning, spreading it to more and more people. And that is like a light bulb moment even for myself because mm. that's how I feel about the happy hustle. Like I want more and more people to know about the 10 alignments of being a happy hustler, our soul mapping framework to blissfully balance your life, both personally and professionally. And it's truly, I give you credit, bro, because I am modeling it after how you built the Miracle Morning and then how you diversified it into the Miracle Morning for entrepreneurs and the Miracle Morning for this person and that, you know, and it's like, that is, it's genius in its simplicity, but most people, they start something, they pivot, they start another thing, they pivot, totally. and it's just a cyclical cycle of, I mean, I, I don't even know if that's a real thing, cyclical cycle, but it's a, <laughs> it's a cycle, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're, making, actually, you're making a word, that's great. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, let me, let me yeah. speak to that because this is so important, right? This is yeah. so important. Um, the, my goal with the miracle morning, like many optimistic entrepreneurs, like the first year the book came out, I go, okay, it's changing lives. I've got to put all my energy into this. And so I thought, all right, what's my goal for the year? What's my mission? And I decided my mission is change 1 million lives one morning at a time, which essentially meant sell 1 million copies of the miracle morning. Mm -hmm. I had no, I was an unknown author. I had no idea how to do that. Right. Yep. But I'm like, that'll give me a target to shoot for. And I'm a big fan of, you know, it's another Jim Rohn quote that the purpose of setting a goal is not to hit the goal. It's to give you a direction to move toward that helps you become a better version of yourself. Right. Yep. And so I thought, even if I don't reach the goal, you know, if I get halfway there, I'll still have changed 500,000 lives. Right. And, you know, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll keep working on it the rest of my life. At the end that year, I did 150 podcast interviews. I was on over a dozen TV shows. I, you know, I hired a publicist with money I didn't even have. I was on a credit card, right? Um, I started my own podcast, recorded 52 episodes. And at the end of that year, I literally had done everything in my power to, to sell a million books, as many as I could. And I had sold 13,000 copies at the end of the year. And I want y'all to do a, some quick math with me. That means I was 987,000 copies short of my goal, right? That means I failed by 98.7%. Mm. And like you said, many authors or entrepreneurs at that point would pivot and be like, eh, I, I, I was nowhere near it. I'm going to do something else. Yep. But I paid attention to those 13,000 people. What are they writing reviews on Amazon about how the book changed their life? What are the emails that they're sending to me? I go, okay. I just have to keep going for as long as it takes. And by the yep. way, I did the math as well. And I think it was like, it was, it was going to take me 110 years or 76 years, yeah. at which time I'd be 110 years old to reach the goal at that pace. But it took me six years 
to finally sell a million copies. And it's, you know, year one was low, year two was not too. And it just finally, the right people came into my life. And the last thing I'll say on this is, you know, someone once said it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah. And I was talking to my friend, Mike Koenigs about that. And he said, that begs the question, what do you believe in enough that you're willing to dedicate 10 years of your life to it so you mm. can reach that point of being an overnight success? And I was like, that is brilliant. That is brilliant. And I've seen authors that I tell that story and they're like, man, I only promoted my book for six months. And then I was like, <laughs> well, I'm going to go do something else. You know, I'm like, and they're like, what if I would be promoting my book 10 years later? What could it have done? You know? Oh yeah. That, I mean, and again, to your point, like that is exactly why, like we have the happy hustle version 2.0 coming out in November this year. And it's literally nice. the updated and revised version. The first one was like a free plus shipping lead magnet mm, yeah. for our other stuff. This one, we really want to take it more mainstream. It's like, kind of like a hybrid publish. And then the next okay. iteration is going to be traditionally published. But I literally said, okay, if Hal can do it yeah. and self-publish, I could do it. And, uh, and that's, dude, I'm telling you, I'm giving you credit because I love to give credit where credit's due. It. You inspired me and you inspired a lot of people. And I know probably people who don't know what the heck the miracle morning is like, all right, how, what the heck is this miracle morning by now? And it's an yeah. acronym savers. Why don't we get into it just for people yeah. who this is their first time, you know, hearing about it, give them like, you know, the high level. And then obviously we're going to drive them to I just mean. get a copy because it's so yeah. much, it's so worth getting the book and just actually, and I know you have an app, which I want to talk about. You have like all sorts of ways that they can, you know, retain this knowledge because I think, you know, the acquisition of knowledge is a dime a dozen. It's everywhere. But yeah. truly, like you have to implement the knowledge to to make positive change in your life. And I think a lot of people get caught up in this consumption of knowledge phase. So I really like how you have ways to put your knowledge into practice. So let's talk about the SAVERS acronym and actually what the Miracle Morning is in depth. And then yeah. we can go from there. Yeah. So the Miracle Morning, uh, it's a daily ritual that's designed to me. There's two benefits. There's like the long-term benefit and then there's the immediate benefit. The immediate benefit is that, uh, when you start your day in a peak physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual state, which the Miracle Morning enables you to do, even if you're not a morning person, which I'll talk about that in a second. Um, the, uh, but you're able to show up at your best every day. Right. And if you sleep until the last minute, you hit the snooze button and you just walk into the office or go to work or engage with the kids, you haven't primed yourself. Right. You haven't put yourself in that peak state. Yeah. So that's the immediate benefit is every day you're starting the day at, at, at your best. The other benefit, though, the bigger benefit is it's about becoming right. Who are you becoming? And the Miracle Morning is this daily practice that enables the six most timeless, proven personal development rituals so that you can become the best version of yourself or on a scale of one to 10, if you want that level 10 life every day, you're working towards becoming that level 10 version of yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. um, now, when I, when I first created the miracle morning, as I alluded to in the story, I just Googled best personal development practices. And I found this article, I think it was titled fortune 500 CEOs who swear by meditation. Mm. And that caught me off guard because at the time I always like meditation. I conjured up images of like, monks in a monastery or something right yeah. and at this time in my life all i really cared about is i need to make money because i am in debt and my house is foreclosed on right and so um the uh the the premise of these six practices are the most proven and so i assembled them into i i assembled the six and started doing them every day but when i was writing the book i didn't have a way to organize them in a cohesive manner 
And mm. one day my wife, I was, again, saw my wife in the hallway. We were at a different house this time because we had moved in with my dad because my house was clo- foreclosed on by the bank. So now I'm living with my dad, but I see my, ma- my wife <laughs> nice. in the upstairs hall and she goes, what's wrong? You look frustrated. I said, I've got these six practices. They work, but A, I didn't invent any of them. So they're not new. Um, B, uh, I don't have any, I need a way to organize them. So they like, they're memorable or they flow together or something. But you know, I, I thought Robert Kiyosaki's got the cash flow quadrant and Stephen Covey's got, Stephen Covey's got the seven habits of highly effective people. What am I got? And she goes, why don't you get a thesaurus and see if you can trade out any of the words for synonyms and then put an, create a, an, an acronym. And so meditation became silence. The first S in savers. Yep. Affirmations remained A for affirmations, V for visualization, E for exercise, R for reading, and then journaling became scribing, which is a fancy word for writing or journaling. Um, and you know, and it's amazing now having watched you know the Miracle Morning community you know interact. I mean, we have a Facebook group with three hundred thousand people in it. They engage every day, and. People refer to their savers as much or if not more than they refer to their miracle morning. They're like, did my savers today? Hey, I'm struggling with the savers. Hey, how do you help me with visualization, right? Like that acronym. And, and I'll tell you, last thing I'll say on this. Uh, imagine you, you know who Robert Kiyosaki is, author of Rich Dad, yep. Poor Dad, right? Yep. So I spoke at an event that Robert spoke at. I gave him a copy of my book thinking, I feel like a loser. I look desperate. He's never going to read it. <laughs> three weeks later, his assistant emailed me and said, I want Hal on the podcast. I've read The Miracle Morning three times. I'm doing it every day, and it's changing my life. Yeah, and my <laughs> jaw hit the floor. I was like, Robert, it's not. He read my little self-published book three times. He's doing it every day. So he's the biggest advocate. He talks about the Miracle Morning in every speech he gives around the world. I've gotten emails from South Africa. Hey, Robert told me about the Miracle Morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, But at the end of our interview, he summed it up really well. He said, Hal, every successful person on the planet attributes their success to at least one of the savers. He said, including me, it's the books I've read. It's, I forgot Mm. the other practices that he attributed to. But he said, I've never met anyone Maybe people do one or two or three at the most. I've never met anyone that did all six of these best practices every day in a ritual. He said, that's mm. what's so special about the Miracle Morning is you've made this simple way where in as little as six minutes or as much as an hour, anywhere in between, people can do these six timeless practices. And he says, any one of these will change your life. When you do all six, it really does create miracles. He said, I think you named the book correctly, the Miracle Morning. That's what this is. And so mm. those are the savers and I'm happy to go anywhere you want from here. Wow. Oh, I love it. I mean, truly, I just want to echo a point. The power of branding your IP, right? Because mm. that's what you did. And yeah. that's what I, I mean, that's what I did with the soul mapping framework because I was like 10 different areas of life. No one can remember 10 different areas of life. Just yeah, like yeah, you yeah. were thinking, like you got it. And I did the exact same thing. I got a thesaurus and I looked up synonyms for, you know, selfless service and optimized health and unplugged digitally and loving relationships. Like that's our soul part. Nice. And then our yeah. mapping part, mindful spirituality, abundance, financially, personal development, passion, hobbies, impactful work, and then nature connection. So these are these mm. 10 different areas of life that I focus on and that the happy hustlers focus on. And it was largely modeled after, after, you know, the greats, just like you did, you were like, okay, branded IP is what can build a, a really powerful movement. And people yeah. can, you know, identify with that movement. And that's 
a really great marketing piece for all the happy hustlers out there. Like your people, and I heard Ed Milet talk about this, your people need to be able to fit your or fit their vision inside of yours. So your vision has to be big enough mm. and it, in, in order to encapsulate their vision and really help them identify with that movement. And that's where I think, you know, the savers and the miracle morning, like people can fit their vision inside of it because it's so versatile, right? And it, they're able to, you know, really achieve their goals based on whatever route they take it. And, you know, for those people who really want to go deeper into savers, like I, I urge you to just, and I know you have a, a revised version of the book. Well, just talk to us about like what's different about this version and where can people even go get, go to get it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll show it on the screen if you're watching right now. This is the yeah. new. So that, that up there is the original cover right there with me on, you know, sunrise and then the new ones, uh, this bright yellow book. Um, so I've always wanted to update the book. When I was writing the book, Tim Ferriss, uh, the big, the most popular book at the time was the four hour work week. And yep. two years later, he came out with the four hour work week updated and expanded edition. And even though I was just writing The Miracle Morning, I'm like, one day I'm going to have an updated and expanded edition. And so the other thing that I thought is I, I bought his updated and expanded edition. with I didn't think I read what was different. I just I, I read his original book and I trusted. I'm like, dude, he, he knows what, he's not going to come out with yeah. a new book unless it's good. So I trusted him and it was great, right? Um, yeah. the, the, what's different about the new edition, I've added 70 pages of new content. So the original book was a really short 150-page book. This one's now 230 pages. Um, and what's the specific things that are new? A, I've literally gone through and re-improved every chapter. Like if you mm. go back and read your old work, like I don't know about you, but I go back and I'm reading stuff I wrote 12 years ago and I'm like, oh my God, this is cringeworthy, dude. Like yeah, how did yeah. this book even do so well? I sound so <laughs> easy or whatever, right? So I, 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 went and I, re I went page by page, line by line, rewrote every page. Um, I added 25 new pages to the Savers content. The Savers mm. chapter was 20 pages in the first book. It's 45 pages now. So I went in the first book. I was still new to meditation. I was new to journaling. I, you know what I mean? And now over a decade later, I went really deep and I shared, like, for example, my favorite form of meditation I've created over the last, I don't know, probably five years ago, I started it. I call it emotional optimization meditation. And unlike a normal meditation where you just follow your breath or, you know, you just, you try to quiet your mind, this is actually a very proactive meditation where it teaches you how to identify your optimal mental and or emotional state for today that you need to embody and then teaches you how to get into that state and then set your timer for five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever you have time for one minute and meditate, or I like to use the word marinate, right? It's like you're marinating in that emotional state. You're hardwiring yeah. it into your nervous system so that you can experience more of it as your default way of being. Whether you want to be mm. happy or you want to be confident or you want to be at peace or you want to be playful for your kids on a Saturday morning, that gets you into that state before the day starts. Um, mm. And then there are two brand new chapters uh, that are each of them are over 20 pages long. The Miracle Evening, which is your strategy for blissful bedtime. I know you use that word blissful. Blissful bedtime and better sleep. And that's coming off of, I went through a period where after I did chemotherapy, I had cancer six years ago. And in 2020, I had been doing chemo for three years and it just messed up my brain and I stopped sleeping. And I was sleeping like two to four hours a night for six months. And so mm. I went on a a mission to figure out how to cure my deal, my, my, my challenges with insomnia. And so 
uh, that stretch, there's seven steps that are in that chapter of the miracle evening. And then the miracle life is the last chapter in the new book. And, uh, it teaches you, uh, it's your path to inner freedom. It's essentially, we've been conditioned to think that when good things happen, we feel good. And when bad things happen, we feel bad. In other words, our internal state is at the mercy of external circumstances. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Apologies for interrupting your programming. But I have to tell you, the best investment you can make in yourself is one in which helps you acquire skills. You've probably heard people talk about, oh, just invest in yourself and you'll be successful. Yes, that's true to a degree, but you have to invest in skills that will ultimately help you achieve your desired results. And I think one of the best skills one can possess, be it an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur is the sales sword, really knowing how to sell, utilizing pressure-free persuasion, which will make you more money and more impact. Now, if you want to know how to sell more efficiently and effectively, I just launched a sales course called the Proven Roadmap Process to Selling Millions of Dollars and Helping You to increase your conversions guaranteed. And you can get access to this new sales course that The Happy Hustle is launching at thehappyhustle.com forward slash sales. And if you act fast, you'll get it at the lowest price it'll ever be available because we are launching it and we want to gain amazing testimonials and social proof to further share this knowledge. So if you act fast, you can get it at the lowest price it'll ever be. That's at thehappyhustle.com forward slash sales. Now let's get back to this episode. And the Mm. miracle life offers a new paradigm, which is no matter what happens, you get to choose how you feel. You can go through even the most difficult times in your life being totally at peace, joyful, grateful, happy, and excited, even while you're in the midst of adversity or tragedy or any other kind of struggle. So the new book is, and I added all new stories from people that have been doing the Miracle Morning over the last three years. So it is, it really, because I wanted it to not only appeal to people that haven't read the original book, Mm -hmm. I've got 2 million people that have read the original book, right? I don't want to exclude them. So I literally rewrote the new book so that it would meet the expectations of new readers and every person that's ever read the original. Wow, man. That's so amazing. Like to hear all those updates. And I mean, I know a book is a labor of love. It, it really like, I urge everyone to, to write a book because I feel everyone has a book in them, but like to, to write a book and have the success that, that the miracle morning has and now to do another version and to, it's almost like the expectations I can have only imagined, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to top what you've already done, but I know it will because all of those auditions and the thought and the, the social proof that you leverage, like people, they need to believe that it's possible for them. And I know you do that by leveraging all this social proof and these testimonials. And, and it's so cool to hear. And, and people can go to the, the new miracle morning.com, right? To, to pre-order it. Is that is that the best place? Yeah. So the book the book goes up for pre-order. Actually, it's up now. But we're, we have all these pre-order bonuses where if you buy 
one copy, you get the immediate implementation kit, which is like a masterclass and preview of the book. And you get two guided meditation app tracks from the Miracle Morning app that are not available anywhere else. They're only going to mm. be for people that pre-order the book. I just had the gal that does all of our, our guided tracks. It's, it's a Miracle Evening track and a Miracle Life track. So brand new content, only available to pre-order. Um, and then, uh, and then if somebody, you know, if Miracle Morning fans, if you want to buy like five books for friends and family, we're doing a live Miracle Your Online event. So anyway, I won't go through all the bonuses, but there's a bunch of bonuses uh, at the new yeah. MiracleMorning.com. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We'll definitely, you know, link it up in the show notes. And I urge everyone truly like get a copy of this book, get five, get 10, get a hundred, share them out. It can change people's lives truly. And, um, I am curious, like you mentioned the app and like, this is something I've, I've considered greatly like building SaaS. My, my tech company in New York city was SaaS, and mm. you know, which is software as a service, you know, for yeah. anyone who doesn't know what that means. But, um, I'm curious with your journey when it comes to building an app. Cause I know like, it's, it's like, it's very attractive and sexy for entrepreneurs to, to build SaaS, but also it can like be a, a big time and energy and resource suck of, of yeah. your just, you know, your capital as well as your, you know, every part of you can be poured into an app and it can, it cannot succeed. So I'm just curious with your journey, how has it been building SaaS? I'd like, I like to tailor it towards your entrepreneurial venture because you're a heck of an entrepreneur as well, man. Like don't get it twisted. Like how's he, you know, <laughs> heck of an entrepreneur, you know, not just a great author. So talk to us yeah. a, a little bit about that journey to building the app and, and like maybe the greatest lesson you learned from it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a, a, a friend who is on my team now. Uh, I've, we were friends before he was on my team. His name is Josh Eidenberg and he is, uh, he's, he's built some, some apps over the years. Uh, and, uh, and he always said, you need a miracle morning app. Everybody in the miracle morning community, they want it. They want something to track their savers. You know, they want guided yep. practices on and on and on. And, uh, but I, over the years I got quotes and to like, I wanted the ultimate app, right? Like I, I wanted it to be like people right now for their miracle morning, they use an affirmations app and they use a visualization app and they use, uh, a, a meditation app and they use, you know, maybe like a seven minute workout app and they use a journaling app and they use a reading app. Right. Yeah, so I was yeah. always like, <laughs> I, I want the miracle morning app to replace all of them. And the quotes yeah. I got to build that were anywhere from like 150 grand to 200 grand, right? And I'm like, yeah. I just couldn't stomach investing that kind of money, not knowing if I would ever have an ROI, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's what I kept telling Josh whenever he would bring it up. And he said, okay, what could you, what could you justify investing in an app, risking, not knowing if there's going to be an ROI? And I'm like, I don't know, $10,000. Like I'll put 10 grand up. Um, and he's like, okay. So he goes, he goes, why don't we build a minimal app that does, he goes, let's survey the community, right? So a very important part, yeah. survey your audience, ask them if you had a Miracle Morning app, what would you like? And we gave them a bunch of options and then we gave blank space to make suggestions, right? Mm. And the biggest answer that came is I want something to track my savers and that shows me like streaks, like, hey, you know, you click off your S, click off your A, click off your V, right? And then at the end of it, you know, it's like, hey, confetti. And then and then it shows you've done day one, day two, day three, right? So they wanted yeah. help with accountability, essentially, right? Yeah. And so we, we built this app for $10,000 and we sold it for $5 per app. Um, and I think we sold, I think we sold 15,000 of them in the first um, maybe a couple of months or maybe four months, six months. I don't remember it at some point. And, uh, and we then started all of that money, a hundred percent of it 
I should say 200% of it, I think, because we just kept <laughs> investing. But basically, we, we re, but that gave us the capital to like make the app amazing. And then we kept yeah. edifying and getting feedback and edifying and getting feedback. Um, or not edifying, wrong word, but just modifying. And, um, yeah. and so now, uh, and, and then we made the app free and we launched a subscription model because we started, we, mm. we, we found people that would make guided savers tracks. And that's what differentiates mm. the Miracle Morning app. Cause that's the thing is how are you going to differentiate? If I made a yeah. meditation app, I'd be competing with calm and headspace and right. Like yeah. the big players out there. So granted I am competing with those apps, I would say, but here's the point. Yeah. This is the only app that has guided savers tracks where you yeah. literally hit play and you're guided through your silence, your meditation, and then you're guided through your affirmations and then your visualization. And then, hey, it's time to get up and move your body. You're guided through your exercise. Yeah. So you literally can complete a miracle morning in like 10 minutes by hitting play and just doing what, what you're guided through, right? So it's a yeah. real different. And then, and then we're adding, you know, there's a journal there's a built-in journal in there where there's an affirmations creator. There's now book summaries. Like we're just making it the alt. I mean, it's pretty close to the ultimate app, but we're, we're yeah. just making it better and better and better. Um, and you know, and now it's a subscription. So I think we, I think we're up to, is it, I think 10,000 subscribers. Wow. I think if I'm doing, if I'm doing the, if I'm wrong on that, it might be 8,000, but we're up to eight or 10,000 monthly subscribers and it's wow. going to keep growing. And keep in mind the miracle morning book, you know, tells people, Hey, if you want to get the free app, you can. And then that yeah. way people are, um, so that way the book itself promotes the app and then the app promotes the book. Yeah. Genius, man. Like there's, there's like, so there's the miracle morning app right in the back of the yep. book. Yeah. And then the movie, we have a documentary as well. So that just also people that won't read a book, but they'll watch the documentary because they're like, Dude, yeah. I, don't, I don't read self-help books, but their friends are like, okay, watch this movie. It's awesome. It's like 90 minutes of your life. Then they watch yeah. the movie and they're like, oh my gosh, this book is changing millions of lives. I think I'm going to start reading a self-help book, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it no, also, that's one thing to think about. It all supports, like for you, it'd be the happy hustle brand yeah. and, and, and mission, right? Like everything I say yes to has to support the Miracle Morning mission because that is my life's work. And if it's, mm. you know, oh, this can make you a bunch of money if you say yes to this. If it's not aligned with the mission, you know, it's a no. Yeah. And that's genius, man. And really like how everything works symbiotically in this, this beautiful ecosystem and they all support one another and drive to each other. And the, the key point here too, is people learn differently. Like there's visual learners, you know, there's auditory learners. Like for me, I have, you know, this, this, 30, 30, 30 system of, of guaranteed growth that I do every day, which is 30 minutes of reading in the morning, 30 minutes of listening in the afternoon, 30 minutes of watching something, all, all inspirational and educational mm, nice. content. And it's like, because I know it hits the brain centers differently. And I, I like to expand that type of learning. And so you, you hit those different components of learning with the app, the book, you have the movie, you have, you know, the website. And you have your social media and your videos, all yeah. sorts of ways to serve. And obviously, like, this is, you know, how who's been doing it for a decade plus, right? Sure. So like, don't get discouraged people when you're just starting out, like, pick a vertical, crush that vertical, right? If it yeah. is a book, crush yeah. it with the book, then you can iterate and evolve. I, I just think, you know, the app is for the right people, an amazing opportunity to increase enterprise value and 10x, like truly your your valuation. And And I don't know if you ever plan on selling or not selling. But the point is, 
when you have something that has that enterprise value, like an app, like software, it, it has the potential to transform lives at scale and yeah. your life whenever, if you do choose to exit. And the other key thing that I want to just reference for positive change, it, it requires three things, expert mentorship, accountability, and community, right? And you have mm. all three with the, mm. with the Miracle Morning. And the key thing I really want to dig into is the community for you. Like you built yeah. this amazing community, hundreds of thousands of people in just a Facebook group alone, not to mention the people who aren't even like in the Facebook group. What would you recommend to all the creators out there, all the happy hustlers out there to really build a true community? Yeah, um, I think that it, the community will be a reflection of you. Right. So mm. your vision, your passion, your mission. Right. And how how enthusiastically and authentically you communicate that. So yep. the Miracle Morning mission is it used to be to change one million lives one morning at a time. And then once a million people's lives were changed, I'm like, oh, I, I need a new mission. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I was just yeah. going to make it one billion. I'm like, that'd be an easy. Yeah. Just how about change one billion lives one morning at a time? And I almost did that. And then a conversation with a buddy of mine. Uh, he just got me thinking outside the box and he was like, what's the miracle? He goes, what does humanity need right now? What's the miracle morning do? And we started like brainstorming all these different things. And the miracle morning mission became to elevate the consciousness of humanity one morning mm. and one person at a time. And mm. that's not just hyperbole. It's not just a cute tagline. The way that I define this is when you do your miracle morning every day, you're elevating your own consciousness by becoming more yep. aware of how your thoughts your words and your actions impact your life and the lives of yeah. every person that you touch. And the yeah. opposite of that would be to be unconscious, which is how most people aren't super aware of how their thoughts are impacting their life. Their words are impacting their life and their actions are impacting their life. They just, we just go through the motions and just bleh, unconsciously wake up, yeah. eat our breakfast, go to work, do the thing, watch the TV, do it again. Right. Yeah. So as you elevate your own consciousness every day with your miracle morning practice, and as, as now there are millions of people doing that, right, that is elevating the consciousness of humanity, right? Because every parent that does the Miracle Morning is impacting their entire family. Every yep. CEO that does the Miracle Morning is impacting their entire employees and their customer, right? On and on and on. So yeah. the point is, you've got to have, you know, Lewis Howes calls it a meaningful mission. You have to have a meaningful yeah. mission in, that you really believe in and then you speak on, right? So that, that's, that's a first part of it. Um, yeah. And then from there, so this, and I will be total, trans, totally transparent. This happened a little bit by accident. The Miracle Morning <laughs> book was written and, uh, and a buddy of mine, I had a handful of my friends read the, the manuscript for any last minute changes. And he said, do you have like an online community where people can like connect about the Miracle Morning? I was like, no, I didn't even think about that. And he said, well, think about it. It's kind of like a lonely practice. Like you're by yourself. You're waking up early. Everybody else is sleeping. And he <laughs> yeah, said, without support, it, it would be real easy to fall off of it. Mm. I was like, good point. And he's like, why don't you set up a Facebook group? So I set up a Facebook group with like me and my five buddies and my mom and dad and my sister. <laughs> like, and, um, yeah. and, uh, but I put in the, in the, in the book early on, uh, right, at, right, right in the beginning, a special invitation, join the Miracle Morning community. And I had a URL, miraclemorningcommunity.com, right? They can go to, um, and, uh, it redirected to the Facebook group. And then, and then that, and people started joining and then I would engage and post every day, inspirational stuff. And it grew. And then I started thinking, okay, like I need to set people up to engage with each other. So I put up a post that's like, Hey, if you're new, 
you know, introduce yourself and share like what you hope to use the miracle morning to achieve in your life. Mm. And then like step one, step two, step three, and then go comment on somebody else's post. So it created this like automated like engagement. Right. Um, and now I still check in, you know, not every day, but, but almost every day. Uh, and I usually yeah. comment on some posts, but I, I can't keep up. You're not even close, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, now we have moderators that moderate that group. But um, but that's it. So you've got it. You have to have a mission that people are inspired by that they want to rally around. You have to yeah. translate that mission into something. And I kind of I didn't say this earlier, but like it's got to add value for them, right? It's got to add value for them. Um, and then uh, oh, our friends here. Um, and then uh. <laughs> And then, uh, and then you've got to set up a way where they can engage with each other. So, yeah, yeah, that was strange. Garrett Gunderson wanted to join the the recording. <laughs> yeah, that, isn't that he's the one who introduced us, dude? That's, that's so very strange. He's like, I want to be part um, of this. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Well, dude, that's I mean, so powerful and the meaningful mission, having a community, creating that accountability, having like a place where everyone can support one another. And I really love your mission right now to just elevate the consciousness. Very similar to my wife, Steph. She's, you know, all about elevating, you know, consciousness and she's creating ethical studios, like a film studio here in Montana to to create oh, conscious wow. films. So I, I gotta hook you to up with her um, yeah. you know, down the down the road. But one thing I heard you say that I really wanna just highlight, and you talked about enlightenment, and you mm. said enlightenment to you is need nothing enjoy everything and love all. Yeah. So profound, so simple yet profound. Just expand on, on that version of enlightenment. Yeah. Yeah, I will. And then I'll, I'll say it, it's, it's evolved a bit since then. And that's still the foundation. But so when I was 20 years old, I was in a you know, head on collision with a drunk driver and I was found dead at the scene. I woke up from a coma six days later. I had 11 broken bones. I was told I would never walk again. Um, pretty disturbing way to wake up and, and a reality to yeah. face. And um, I had this mindset that like, you know, I'm going to overcome this and then I'm going to help other people with my story, which is how I got started on this path. Um, I, I believe the first book I was introduced to that I would say is in the realm of enlightenment was uh, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, right? Which a lot of people's first foray into like that kind of spiritual journey. Um, and then I started going into like Ken Wilber and Andrew Cohen, like some high level, like, really hard, like hurts your head when you read it. But I really <laughs> yeah. dove deep into enlightenment. Um, and I got to a place where, yeah, my, my, my motto was need nothing. I mean, be at a place where you're completely whole in and of yourself, right? From a spiritual mm. perspective, right? So yep. not like don't need God, right? But like don't need money to feel fulfilled. Don't need significance from other people to feel whole. Don't right, but be completely whole in yourself. And, and again, I would say like your relationship with, you know, with, with spirit, um, need nothing, enjoy everything, which is like, we've got one life that we've been blessed to live. Why wouldn't we enjoy every moment? And that was actually born from my car accident. I was so happy in the hospital, even though I had 11 broken bones and I was told I would never walk again, that the doctors thought I was in denial. They thought I was delusional, uh, <laughs> because I was so happy. Like that's not normal. But for me, yeah. I realized I can't change that. I was in a car accident. I'm going to have to learn to walk again, or I'm never going to walk again. I'll be in the wheelchair the rest of my wife life, but I might as well be the happiest and the most grateful I've ever been while I go through this. It's going to make it a lot easier and, and more enjoyable and tolerable. So enjoy everything and then love all, which is just love yourself, love life, 
love other people. You know, and that to me is like, I think that right now our society is more divided than, than I've seen it in my, you know, relatively short lifetime. And yeah. I think that people are clinging to the perceived differences that we have far more than realizing that as human beings, we will always have infinitely more in common than we will ever have different. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care what yeah. your stance is on this topic or that topic. You're a human being. I'm a human yeah. being. We are literally brothers and sisters in the, in the context of humanity and the human race. And we should love each other and we should forgive yeah. each other. And we should hold space for each other and have empathy for each other, right? And if we do, the world's going to be a lot better place. And so mm. that's it. It's in, need nothing to feel whole and complete. Enjoy every moment of this one life you've been blessed to live and love all while you're on that journey. Oh, so good, man. Jeez, I got a little gooseys, you know. Uh, just the, the takeoffs, I mean, gets me fired up just hearing people like you preach the truth and and like... It's so powerful. I hope everyone just goes back and rewinds and, and hears that monologue from Hal. We're going to mm. definitely, you know, chop that up as a as a hot promo clip to share out because that thing was absolute fire, brother. And, you know, I could talk to you for hours and I hope, you know, the, we continue to collab and you come out to Montana with the fam and, and yeah, uh, I'd love to you know, come on one of the masterminds or whatnot, but I do want to respect your time. And I want to just put you through a couple of the happy hustle hack questions. Let's do it. I got a few more minutes. So you you take whatever you need. All right. Thanks, man. So first and foremost, health. I know it's a priority in your life as is mine. I like to ask happy hustle hacks, like a tip, a tool, a tactic, something unique that you do that not too many people, others maybe do. Um, What would you say? is a happy hustle hack for your health right now that we could deem and uh, share with the happy hustlers out there. Yeah. I'd say that one thing that's a little different. I mean, um, uh, for me, I used, you know, I went through, I was like totally vegan for a while and, you know, went back and forth through different ways of approaching diet. Um, now I say that I'm, I'm raw organic vegan by day and paleo by night. Right. So meaning that like, I want to eat raw living foods that are full of energy throughout the day. So that's a smoothie in the morning, salad at lunch, Right. And then at night, I want to, you know, I want to make sure I'm nourishing with protein and vitamin B12 and so on and so forth. Um, and so, so that would be that hack. And the last, I want to say, last thing I say on this in, in terms of eating healthy, one of the fundamental shifts in my, my mindset was if you ask most people how they choose the food that they order off a menu, buy at the grocery store, it's almost most people, it's taste and texture. Like you think about it, if you look at a menu and you go, oh, that looks so good, <laughs> that's an emotional, response you have to the food right there that's not you're not asking what i think you should be asking which is what food will add the most value to my health and my longevity and Mm. then it's making a decision to value the benefits of the food and the consequences of the food above the taste of the food so if you can take anything away from this to to help make healthy decisions it's learn to value the benefits and the consequences of the food you put in your body above the taste and then once you find foods that are healthy, find the ones that taste like I, I don't eat anything that I don't love the taste of, but everything that I eat, it first has to be healthy and then it's got to taste great. Mm, yeah, that's gold. Uh, I mean, and so many people complicate diet and like there's it's it's just it's sad to me. But really, like, I believe it's more important what you don't eat than what you do eat. So stop shoving crap down your pie yeah, hole. Totally. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> For lack yep. of a better term. But anyway, let's talk yep. about money. You know, I think money is a tool. It's a frequency. It makes you more of who you truly are, right? But it's important to be a happy hustler. You got to save and invest and spend wisely. Let's talk about a happy hustle hack for money, something that you do that maybe is a little unique uh, when it comes to uh, money. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is is focusing on, uh, and there will be a caveat to this, but multiple streams of income. Um, you think about it, it, if we are dependent on one stream of income, like 2008 is when I learned this lesson. I made all of my money as a coach. And when the economy crashed and I lost over half of my clients, lost over half the income, I had no other sources of income to pour energy into. And mm. right, um, and then after that happened, I made money. I go, okay, from now on, I'm going. And then I, I launched a career as a speaker. I go, from now on, I'm going to, I'm going to build a second stream of income. And then once that's built out, I'm going to build a third stream of income. And once that's built out, I'll build a fourth stream of income, right? And so, um, like for me, every book on the wall that you see behind me, each one of those is its own stream of income, right? It's almost like every time you write a new book, it's like acquiring a rental property where you're making profit over the mortgage, you know? Yeah. So, um, and then in the past I've had speaking or I still have speaking is my, I have the app, right? So I don't think somebody should go try to divert their attention into multiple streams of income. If one of them is not sustainable at first, right? Like you've got to build them one at a time. Yeah. But once you've got one that is, is sustainable, focus your energy on building a second one. And that way, if, and that's even if you're an employee, right? Like, you know, cause as you know, you think you got this job, I've been with the company for 20 years and then, Oh, they're laying everybody off. Like, yep. uh Oh, I should have had a second source of income to fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. Really sage words. And you know, people are like, I want passive income. And I'm like, there really isn't such a thing. It's almost passive yeah, income yeah, is, yeah. is possible, but like everything requires active activity in some way, shape or form initially. So to your point, be yep. active, focus, get something going and then create another stream. That's yeah. Sage words. Let's talk about spirituality. You know, I think it's so mm. important to believe in a higher power. You know, for me, my, my dad is technically Catholic. My mom was technically Jewish. I'm like this religious mutt, but I just believe in God. I was <laughs> raised, you know, Taoism. I, I trained martial arts with like a, a Taoist priest and Kung Fu master early on. So that like shaped me. And then I got into Buddhism. You know, I, I got into a little bit of everything, but I just believe in a higher power. Yeah. I'm not like one religion or another. I just think it's important to yeah. have faith in something bigger than yourself. And I know you're big into faith and in, 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 in a higher power. What would you say is a happy yeah. hustle hack for, for spirituality that, that you could share? Yeah, I think that it's, it's not uh, deciding that you have it all figured out, which I think a lot of people, you know, it's like, oh, I learned this and I believe this is the truth. And therefore, that's all I believe. And, and the thing about that is that discounts every other truth. Right. Like with religion, I think there's something like 3000 religions. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, probably most of them preach that this is the right one. <laughs> right. So yes. the other 2000. And so for me, the, the way that I look at it here would be, I guess, my hack is just realizing and you're a perfect example because you live Jewish parent, Catholic yeah. parent yeah. to me. Um, people are like relig different religions are, are man's way or human's way of trying to understand that higher power that you speak of. And mm. just to be humble and be like, 
I'm going to, you know, I'm going to learn. I'd actually say rather than hanging my hat on one religion, I mean, I, you know, I would, I would identify as Christian. I, I, I studied Jesus Christ. I modeled Jesus Christ. Right. But I don't believe that someone in another religion that like, oh, that, yeah, you, you got it wrong. You got to come over here. It's like, oh, you have your own path to the, to God, to this higher power. And that, 3,000 religions, 3,000 different paths to toward the same thing. And obviously there's lots of caveats and some religions there may be, they might be sacrificing something, right? Like, you know, I'm not hanging my hat on that, but the point being is um, just like to your, it's exactly, I think we're on the exact same page, Carrie, which is like, um, you know, I've had a relationship with God uh, since I was a little kid and I I don't need to label what I am to have that relationship. To me, the relationship's the most important part. Um, and I do believe that in religion, there are lots of uh, some amazing values that I want my children to be exposed to, um, such as the Ten Commandments. And right, I mean, there's just, there's great virtues and values in religion. I mean, I have one of my best friends, she is Jewish, and I actually am often jealous of how she grew up. Like the Jewish religion has so many amazing traditions and rituals and holidays that are very much personal development, right? Like yeah, yeah. oriented. Um, I think, is it, is it, what, what's, there's one happening, I think this weekend, last weekend and this weekend, there's two that are happening. Yeah. You know what they are? Uh, Rosh Hashanah, I believe. Rosh Hashanah and Shabbat, maybe? Shabbat, well, yeah. I, see, don't, don't get me, don't put me on the spot anyway. with Judaism, brother. No, I'm sorry. I just put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, not listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, all yeah, my Jewish yeah. ancestors. No, but, no. but yeah, but no, but I'm I'm on I'm on the same page with you. Yeah, no, man, it's it's just awesome to uh, to hear your perspective, and you know, I just think spirituality has to be a part of the conversation, and you know, we'll leave it at that. Totally. But for everyone, just believe in something bigger than yourself. Hal, this has been phenomenal. I do want to put you through the happy hustle rapid fire round. So this is where I just ask you random questions, and you just answer honestly. First thing okay. that comes to mind. Okay, All right. Sure. All right. Are you ready? All right. Favorite food, yeah. go. Uh, raw, uh, actually, Urban Remedy salads that I order from urbanremedy.com. Okay, nice. Uh, favorite yeah. movie? Favorite movie? Ooh, um, I, don't, I don't have one. Nothing comes to mind. Favorite book? Uh, I have to say The Miracle Morning. Um, <laughs> beyond that, I would say, you know, again, it's hard to have a favorite, but Michael's favorite author, Michael Singer. And his books, The Untethered Soul, yeah. Living Untethered, and The Surrender Experiment. So I'll, I'll say favorite author. Yeah, Michael yeah. Singer. Fun fact, I know I know Mickey, and my brother was his personal mentee in uh, Alachua, Florida. So if you ever want to go to meditate at the Temple of the Universe, let me know. Uh, I do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's connect after this. Yeah. Um, okay. Best business advice. Ooh, focus on serving others. Selflessly add value. And the more value that you add to others, you'll become known as someone that serves and adds value. And people will come to you wanting to support you, support your work, support your business, not because you tried to get as much as you could out of them from day one, but because you tried to give as much as you could from day one. And then it'll come back, you know, uh, I call it being, you can be selflessly selfish or selfishly selfless, right? Where you know that if you serve others, it's going to benefit you and that's okay. Yeah. Love that. What's your spirit animal? Uh, I don't know. I don't have one. (laughs) First thing that came to mind. Uh, It was like a a fox. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There you go. Uh, Three things you're most grateful for. 
Uh, Ursula, Sophia, and Halston. Love that. And if you had a billboard for the world to see with your last piece of content on it, what does that billboard read, Hal? Um, You are just as deserving, worthy, and capable of everything you want in life. And now it's time for you to live in alignment with that truth. Boom. Man, brother, you crushed that rapid fire round. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you. Thank you for sharing your love, your light, your wisdom, your miracle morning, your unapologetic self. And really, again, I just look to you as an inspiration and just what you've been able to create and how many lives you positively impact. Man, just truly honored. And uh, yeah, just grateful for you. So thank you again. Thank you, Carrie. I so appreciate it. I'm so grateful that I've been able to impact you and now you're impacting so many people. I mean, that's, it's a beautiful thing. Heck yeah. Culminate everything we talked about into one call to action for everyone out there listening and just mention where they can get the book again. Yeah, I would go to miraclemorning.com because that's the hub for everything. You can you'll find the app there, you'll find the documentary there, you'll find the community there, and of course you'll find the new Miracle Morning updated and expanded edition at miracle. Oh, I dropped it. Miraclemorning.com. <laughs> Love thank you it so much. It, it means a lot to me, and I hope to see in the Miracle Morning community. I check in there like I said almost every day, and uh, I hope the Miracle Morning blesses your life as it has mine and and so many other people. Heck yeah, man! All right, final question, Hal. What does happy hustling mean to you? Mm, It means loving the life you have while you create the life of your dreams, right? Don't wait to love your life until it's different or better or what you think you want or need. Decide that, you know what? I'm going to wake up every day. I'm going to love my life exactly as it is. Faults, challenges, all of it. And I'm going to take consistent action every day to create the life that I really want. I'm going to do both of those simultaneously. That to me is the definition of happy hustle. Ooh, mic drop y'all. Hal Elrod. Thank you again for watching and listening. We are out. Peace and love everyone. Real quick guys, I got to share with you a little secret and that is optimal sleep. If you are not sleeping optimally, you are not going to be able to happy hustle a life that you love. You can listen to podcasts, you can read books, you can, you know, do your best to go to the gym and eat healthy, but if you're not sleeping well, you're not going to be a happy hustler. That's just the damn truth. But Fortunately for you, I have a little secret weapon, and that is magnesium breakthrough. These are seven different forms of magnesium all in one little capsule. And then you can actually optimize your sleep because it legit reduces the cortisol levels and helps with deep relaxation so that you are sleeping optimally. And the best part is they actually stand behind their products at Buy Optimizers. You get a 365-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, send it back. Check it out at magbreakthrough.com, and you can get up to 33% off today. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com forward slash happy. Real quick, y'all, I want to share with you something that is making a very positive impact on my physical health, as well as my mental health, but more so my physical health, because I really believe that you have to detox your body. You have to sweat those toxins out regularly in order to be optimized, in order to actually happy hustle your 
blissful balance in your dream reality. And one of the ways that I actually detox my body is from my therapist. Therasage infrared portable and affordable 360 plus sauna. This thing is my go-to. I love it because it's actually affordable and it is portable and it actually is made by a family owned company that stands behind their products. And the best part is you actually get the hookup for watching and listening to the happiest podcast. You can just go to therasage.com and you could just type in code happy and it will actually save you over 10% on everything store-wide, but specifically the sauna. And the good thing about the sauna is it actually burns calories. So you just sit on your bum, you can burn calories, you can decrease the inflammation in your body, which a lot of dis-ease stems from, and you can increase the blood flow circulation, which I'll just tell you there's a ton more benefits, but those three in and of itself are worth your while. So you guys check it out, Therasage, that's T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com, and then Use code HAPPY to save yourself some money. And they got a bunch of holistic healing products on their site, but I'm just referencing this Thera 360 Plus sauna. I have the black one, love it. And uh, the cool thing is also you actually, you know, you have hand holes where you can stick your hands in. So you could be working on your laptop or reading and your head protrudes so your brain doesn't swell. A lot of like other saunas that, you know, the dry saunas like at the gym potentially, um, if you have one in your gym, you know, it's like a hot rocks those actually swell your brain over time and have detrimental effects. And given my current brain injury from the CO poisoning, I'm really glad my head is actually protruding from the heat zone in this Therasage sauna. So that's another reason why I love it. You guys check it out again, therasage.com, and then use code HAPPY to save. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.